0: Kent Online News.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott.
0: It's Tuesday the 17th of December coming up. Dozens of migrants rescued off coast.
2: You'll remember uh, that it really started to happen in the winter last year. Around this, this time last year,
0: people started getting into boats
2: in large numbers.
0: Kent's MPs return to Parliament.
1: Amongst the new intake of Conservative MPs, there will be two new faces from Kent.
0: And Top Chef gives tips on the perfect Christmas dinner.
3: I've roasted it at a very low temperature, 100 degrees for a good eight to nine hours. Lower and slower is obviously a lot better. You don't want to stress the meat out too much.
0: Kent Online News. Border Force officers have brought more than 60 suspected migrants ashore in Dover. Patrol vessels have been dealing with a number of small boats in the Channel. Reports were first raised in the early hours of this morning. Sky's Home Editor Jason Farrell has been in Dover.
2: Well, we think that the operation has ended now. The Border Force boats uh, seem to have parked up and uh, the ones that... uh, have been the people who came have been offloaded off the boats have uh, have been processed but we got early information uh, this morning in the early hours that there were a number of boats uh, out in the channel Uh, one of them had more than somewhere between 20 and 30 people on it Uh, so that would have been quite overloaded and then from the pictures that uh, we've seen coming in uh, which we shot uh, this morning as people were being processed it looked like there were some young people in there. You can just see here a woman getting off the boat, being steered to the left. And as there's a group of people in orange uh, uh, life jackets there, I would say that some of those are quite uh, young people. There's a child there who's about uh, elbow height, um, who I think we'll see walk away in a moment. Looks like that that, that child is clutching something. Uh, so you're talking about someone who's probably about six or seven years old, She's just... Um, being steered away there um, by the officials who's come across on the boat. And w- what desperation for, for a family to put a child of that age uh, onto a boat across uh, the English Channel. It, locals say it has been fairly flat, so the conditions are probably quite Good uh, for that crossing tonight, even though it was pretty cold and drizzly uh, this morning. But in the overall context, there is a fear here that the numbers are going up. It is, of course, a dangerous journey. Uh, There has been at least one death of a woman falling overboard uh, in the summer and that um, there's been over 1,500 people who have crossed. Boris Johnson has talked about this in the past. In August, he said that people who arrive on the boats will be sent back, either to their country of origin or back to France. But we're not, uh, from our own research, we found that only uh, 6% of people uh, have actually been sent back who've arrived here on boats. Um, that number may be going up, but um, it is a political issue. The local MP here, Natalie Elphick, who is the wife of Charlie Elk- Elphick, who was the MP here previously, uh, she's said that she feels more should be done by the French authorities to deal with the traffickers, whereas the French authorities are saying they're doing everything they can and that it's about four or 500 kilometres of coastline that they simply cannot patrol the entire time. It would, be, it would just take too much resources. So how... To deal with people taking this huge risk to come here uh, is still quite a thorny issue.
0: Dover and Deal's MPs says she's trying to arrange an urgent meeting with the Home Secretary. She's joined the rest of Kent's MPs as they sit in the Commons today for the first time since the general election, with Boris Johnson planning to outlaw any delays to Brexit. It's understood he's adding a clause to his withdrawal bill which would prevent the transition period, which is due to conclude in December 2020 from being extended. It'll be a busy few days for Kent's newly elected representatives. Here's our political editor Paul Francis.
1: Now after the drama and excitement of the general election last week it's back to business as normal or not as the case may be for Boris Johnson and his government. The week will end with MPs voting on the next stage of the EU withdrawal bill, a sign that the government intends to move swiftly on that front, in line with its key manifesto pledges. The deadline for the exit of the EU is January the 31st. Before Friday, however, on Thursday, we will get a Queen's Speech setting out the government's legislative programme for the following year, although it won't be terribly dissimilar to the Queen's Speech that was laid out in October before the election. Now, amongst the new intake of Conservative MPs, there will be two new faces from Kent. Natalie Elphick, the new MP for Dover and Deal, and Laura Trott, the new MP for Sevenoaks, will both be sworn in this week to mark the start of their parliamentary careers. Kent Online reports.
0: A young offenders' institution in Kent has been rated inadequate by inspectors. Ish has the details.
2: A report warning children at the Medway Secured Training Centre in Rochester are being put at risk because of unacceptable levels of violence. Ofsted say the use of force has increased dramatically and young people have been physically restrained more than 350 times in the last six months. There's also been a rise in attacks on staff. The centre is closing next spring and will be turned into the UK's first ever secure school as part of a new government scheme.
0: The number of people out of work in Kent has gone up for the 16th month in a row. Official figures out today show 31,465 people were claiming jobless benefits in the county last month. That's 630 more than in October. Nationally, unemployment has dropped to its lowest level in 44 years. Flooding's been Causing problems on the roads in Kent after heavy rainfall overnight. Water was blocking one lane of the M20 at the Swanley interchange earlier, and there were delays following crashes and emergency repairs to potholes elsewhere in the county. Flood alerts have also been in force across the county because of high river levels. The parents of a teenager from Deal have paid tribute to their too good to be true son following his sudden death. 14 year old Liam Evans, who went to Goodwin Academy, was found unconscious in his bedroom last Wednesday and died in hospital the following day. Sandwich Amateur Boxing Club, which he was a member of since the age of 10, have also said their club will never be the same again. Police are hunting a man who attacked a woman by a river in Canterbury. Officers taped off a path along the Stour in Kingsmead following the assault early this morning. The suspect ran off when another man came to help the victim. Detectives are also keen to speak to him. The woman's not thought to be seriously injured. Kent Online News. People have been allowed back into their homes following a suspected gas leak on the Isle of Sheppey. Around 24 properties were evacuated on North Road in Queenborough yesterday afternoon while engineers fixed a damaged pipe. Residents were able to return home after a couple of hours. Earlier advice to keep doors and windows closed in the area has now been lifted. Two Kent seaside towns have been named among the best coastal areas in the UK to buy property. Compare the markets have looked at things like weather, beach quality and the price of houses. Folkestone's come fourth on their list while Ramsgate is eighth. That was just over a week ago until the big day. One of Kent's best chefs has been sharing his tips on serving up the perfect Christmas dinner. Food at a pub near Canterbury was recently voted the best in Britain and we've been getting a masterclass from the man who runs the kitchen.
3: Hello there, I'm Samuel McClurkin. I'm head chef at the Dog at Wingham. Today I've arranged a nice Christmas turkey roast dinner. I've put a few, a few twists on certain items of the roast dinner uh, just just help elevate um, elevate the dish and make it a much better roast. With the turkey, so I've sourced a nice free-range local turkey. Um, we Yesterday I rubbed in loads of salt and what that does it withdraws moisture from the skin and that helps contribute towards a nice crispy skin with the low roast, low roasting process. So beforehand, before I roasted the turkey, I've stuffed the inside cavity with some hard herbs, some rosemary, thyme, garlic, and some lemon and what that does that helps um, that helps perfume the meat from the inside out so that's another little little tip What you can do at home Um, I've roasted it at a very low temperature, 100 degrees for a good eight to nine hours, lower and slower is obviously a lot better you don't want to stress the meat out too much what we've been left with is after the whole cooking process is a nice crispy skin all around the turkey, it's sort all of consistent, consistently golden brown and the meat will be absolutely really succulent and moist and juicy because uh, I've probed it to 75 degrees so yeah we should be left with a very juicy turkey so what I've done here is I've finally, finally sliced the Brussels sprouts and I've mixed them with some smoked pancetta some whole roasted chestnuts and I've finished it with some lemon and some chicken stock. The way I see it is the, the sweetness from the chestnuts um, help balance towards the bitterness of the brussels sprouts. Okay. So it's a lot more enticing, a lot more flavourably accessible really. And a lot of people, well I hope a lot of people will like it. We make our own chicken fat and we, we do that by by setting our chicken stock and the fat comes at the top of the, the stock and we use the chicken fat and we roast our, our roast potatoes in the chicken fat. It yeah. makes them particularly crispy and not only that we we par-boil them Um, to inject as much moisture as possible and then in the oven in the roasting process we subtract the moisture um, using the chicken fat that we've made resulting in very very crispy potatoes. And the parsnips I've peeled them, quartered them, taken out the core and I've roasted them with some honey, thyme, uh, lots of rosemary and garlic and the carrots are one of my favourite components, not only because I just love carrots but I've used maple syrup and uh, olive oil, thyme, garlic They've just been roasted, yeah, no, no parboiling at this stage. Just straight from raw into the oven. We like to use nice seasonal collard greens. Um, so I, I remove the leaves, I take the core out so you haven't got any chewy core. Uh, we blanch them for 30 seconds in the water, in, in rumbling water, and then we strain them, and straight away I like to put a spoonful of Dijon mustard just beaten through the, through the greens. Uh, the gravy's lovely, so we've, uh, we've taken a chicken stock and a veal stock, And we've reduced them right down, right to a reduction. We've reduced the whole bottle of red wine into that as well. Um, Absolutely no gravy granules in there, it's just all lovely, lovely, lovely.
0: You can see a video of his full guide at kentonline.co.uk.
3: Kent
1: Online Sport.
0: Cricket and Kent's Joe Denley and Zach Crawley have been playing in England's first warm-up match today as part of their tour of South Africa. They've been taking on an Invitation 11 in a two-day contest ahead of a four-test series which gets underway on Boxing Day. And staying with cricket, England's women have won the first T20 match of their series against Pakistan. Kent's Tammy Beaumont scored 30 runs in in Kuala Lumpur, helping them to a 29-run victory. They've got two more games to play over the next few days. That's it for now, but don't forget you can go to kentonline.co.uk for more news throughout the day.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.